Thank you for tuning in. This is a Normal Human Radio podcast. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Normal Human Rewatch. Today, we are diving right back into Avatar The Last Airbender after a bit of a hiatus. Just a bit. Just a, a, a hiatus followed by a bit another hiatus. Will we complete our journey through the series in, in less time than it takes them to complete their journey? It's about six months for them, and we've been on this for, what, two months now? Bro, like, our schedule that we came up with before we launched, we should have been, like, halfway through season three uh i think we'd be coming up to the end now yeah i think beginning we're on episode 14 episode 14 let's do it so the gang begins their journey deeper into the earth kingdom where ang has crafted a a necklace for katara out of Sokka's fishing line much to his chagrin longer into the episode they hear sounds of what seems to be a fight and they come across an angry platypus bear Attacking a man that seems all too calm for a platypus bear to be attacking him. Yo, the platypus bear is god tier. Yeah, you see a lot of platypus bears in the Earth Kingdom. The god tier creature. We'll have to do a creature ranking at the end of Avatar. For sure, for sure, for sure, for sure. You gonna add some more for sure's in there? For sure, for sure, for sure, for sure, for sure, for sure, for sure. Amid warnings from the gang of what to do. Uh, the man continues to deftly dodge attack after attack, prompting the gang to step in. And, you know, after they try to fight back the platypus bear, it's finally scared away by Appa, who... And you really get a size comparison of Appa here. Like, how much yeah. bigger he is than the platypus bear and how much bigger the platypus bear was was of them. And the uh, platypus bear goes and scampers off. So the man tells the gang that, you know, he wasn't worried because Aunt Wu said he would have a safe journey. And then he's like... Then he pulls some uh some some OP shit here and he's like, Oh, by the way, Aunt Wu said to give this to any any people I came across and he gives them an, um, an umbrella. Sokka, very, very, you know, dismissive of fortune telling, while Katara and Aang seem, you know, pretty interested in it. It immediately starts to downpour. Katara and Aang uh use the umbrella, which is actually a uh, there's a term in Japan for sharing an umbrella as like a sign of, of love or a relationship to come. I don't want to mess it up. I'm not great at speaking Japanese as I've never done it you in my life. You don't say. But ayayagasa, um, and it's I a common trope it, but... used in anime and manga. Manga. A little fun fact. Manga. It's... Is it manga? I thought it was manga. <laughs> it's probably manga, but I call it manga, <laughs> and I'm not going to stop. It's too close to Mango not to call it Manga. (laughs) As they get into the village, uh, they're able to find Aunt Wu's fortune-telling shop where a man guides them in, telling them that they are expected to be there. Uh, From here, Mang comes out and greets them and forms an instant infatuation for Aang. You know, you get the star. It is instant. Sees him. He's got those big ears, and you know what Aunt Wu said to her? She's going to marry a man with big ears. So she thinks he's cute, got the hots for him, asking if he wants any bean puffs. Yeah. <laughs> you know, the key to getting a man is to offer him bean puffs. Honestly, just any food, really. Katara is uh, pulled in as the first one to go with Aunt Wu. And uh, Aang asks Sokka, oh, what do you think they're talking about in there? And Sokka 
way too casually says, you know, boring stuff. I'm sure love, who she's going to marry, how many babies she's going to have. Very interesting thing for a brother to say. Just because from my experience, it's a lot of times you're hitting on someone's sister. They get a little defensive. I've hit on many a sister in my day. <laughs> <laughs> shouts out to Zach from Lockhaven. Big shouts. <laughs> and so Aang, oh very curious about, about this, that. sneaks into the hallway right outside of the room where Katara and Aunt Wu are. And... Katara is told she will have a great romance with a powerful bender. Now, let's Ooh. take a wide view here. Who are some powerful benders we know? Oh, well, we got Aang, pretty powerful airbender. I'd argue most powerful airbender alive. That was a that was a low blow. That on was my part. Fucking yikes, dog. Um, you know Zuko. He seems like a pretty powerful firebender. Uncle Iroh. Dude, look, man. Admiral Zhao? How do you not love Iroh, though? Oh, Iroh's got some uh, some things that are that are going to be brought up soon that might be questionable for some people uh, in the next episode, but we'll get into it next episode. Uh, but Aang obviously seems like the, the correct choice here, so Aang starts jumping for joy in the hallway. Um, and, you know, it... When when Sokka's turn arrives, Aunt Wu predicts, you know, without even being like, yo, come into the room or let's read your palms or let's, you know, crack some eggs, see what happens. I don't know how fortune teller goes. I, I haven't done it. I've never participated. We should get our fortune stolen. We should. Yeah, that'd be we good. Should. That'd be a fun video. That would be fun. That'd be fun. Sokka's turn arrives. She tells him uh, he's going to have a lot of struggles and anguish, most of it self-inflicted, which comes to rear its head a couple times in the episode. Look, man. Like, that's what that's what mine would be. Isn't all 100%. anguish self-inflicted? For me, yes. Yeah, it's almost a hundred percent my fault. No, if you have feelings, like you're inflicting the anguish on yourself. <laughs> Don't even you know, even my physical anguish is usually my <laughs> fault. Regardless, Ang, uh, we we are then taken to uh, Ang, who who comes to her, her fortune telling room where she does the bone ritual. And she tosses the bone into... He picks out a bone. They toss it into the fire. Bone explodes. Aunt Wu is shook. She doesn't know what shook is going it. on. Aunt Wu reveals to him that he's going to be a part of a battle to determine the fate of the world. A battle of good versus evil that's going to determine how humanity is going to play out for the next X amount of years. Ang very casually and boredly says, yeah, I know. <laughs> What about my yeah, love life? But Aunt Wu comes up with like some classic, what I see as like psychic bullshit, where it's the, she makes a very general statement and just you know you interpret it to see seem one way or the other, and you see it later in the episode, like when Sokka asks the dude who who has the shoes on, like, "What did Aunt Wu tell you?" And she's like, "He's like, if I wore these red shoes, I'd find my love." And he's like, "Well, have you worn any, any other shoes?" No. Well, if you find and marry a woman and you're wearing the red shoes every day, of course the prophecy is going to fulfill itself. Yeah, it's a self-fulfilling prophecy. No, it's just, it, it's bullshit. It's made up by the shoe industry. <laughs> it's big shoe. Big shoe. Uh, so a lot of the rest of the episode, um, until the end, isn't quite as important. Uh, Aunt Wu comes out, reads the cloud, says, you know, this big volcano that's right next to our village isn't going to erupt and kill us all this year. So everybody's rejoicing. 
Uh, however, Aang, in his quest to find a panda lily, has to climb to the edge of the volcano. He goes with Sokka. Sokka grabs it, uh, or uh, they grab the panda lily, but look, and this volcano looks ready to erupt. They rush down, warn the village. village doesn't want to listen to them. So they go, and they steal Aunt Wu's cloud reading book, but it forces Aang to, to bring up to Mang that he's not interested in her. Like, listen, I'm sure you're going to find a great guy. I'm not that guy. Which, you know, Mang accepts, although she's a little upset by it, and gives him the cloud reading book because uh, she's been stalking him all day. You know. So they go out and... A casual uh, stalk. Katara and Aang uh, airbend and waterbend the clouds to look like a skull, which is the sign for death, apparently. Well, I mean, you know. Death death via volcano? I so, mean, in, in, in most languages. This is where you get the first bit of Sokka's prowess for planning, where he works with the earthbenders, Aang, and, and the rest of the town with shovels to dig trenches, to make the lava avoid the rest of the town. Um, they're very successful in it until the lava seems like it's about to overflow with a secondary eruption. Uh, after everybody had fleed the village, Aang, you know, does some crazy airbending where he essentially cools the lava enough to protect the village. Uh, he forms a giant wall of it. It's it's awesome. It's one of my favorite scenes from this from this uh, episode. And it's, it's, it's dope. And uh, Sokka comments to Katara. You know, I forget sometimes just how powerful of a bender Aang is. Now Katara shook. Oh, yeah. Shooketh to the core. Uh, but overall, great episode. It's a good episode. I, I like this episode. I my my favorite fun, part is the little... absolute ending where they're saying bye to Mang, though. And uh, Katara says bye, and Mang says under her breath, floozy. <laughs> yeah, that's... You, you, uh, you hate to see it. Yeah. But, I mean, my guy Aang's got fans, dog. Yeah. So, Jack, did you have anything you wanted to bring up uh, from this episode? Anything that stuck out to you? Um, another instance of Sokka getting absolutely dunked on. I I, I don't think he got dunked on in the end, though, because the viewers no, know No, just in the, right. in the, um, in the, in the fortune. Oh, okay. Uh, you hate to see it. Yeah, Sokka's, like, one of the best characters on the show, and but he gets the most amount of shit. I think that's why he's the best, though, is because, like, he gets he gets a lot of shit talked on him, but he, he still he still pulls through. Yeah, and, and for being the only non-bender in the group, like, he's got a lot more weight he has to pull. Because he, he, yeah. he can't get out of a situation by going... He's got to think. <laughs> he's got to use his head. My, guy, my guy's out here bending boomerangs and backs. Yeah. <laughs> Uh man, I cannot wait till the uh my favorite Sokka episode is is obviously the season three episode. I think you know which one I'm talking about. Yes. It's a solid one. Um It's a great episode. Um so the other thing is uh I think I, I, I loved Ang being like getting told this like I mean, granted he does already know it, but being just told this like grand vision for his future and being like What about them girls? <laughs> Which seems a lot more like something Sokka would be interested in knowing. Yeah, but I think that in or do you Aang's think C- case, Sokka's, Sokka's more a heat of the moment kind of guy. Ah, dude, 
I guess like 15 crushes throughout the the show. So like, you know. Telling me what your heart He is a heat of the moment kind of guy. A heat of the moment. So the other thing is uh I wrote in here these Hill Williams and their damn science denial. Yeah, the oh my god, can I so after after I watch the episode, I I write up my recap. And then I go through the episode on the uh, avatar.fandom.com. And I go through the episode, make sure I didn't miss anything. Because they have production notes, they have the transcript, they have like, they have a ton of things, a ton of trivia. Which is where I got that um, Ayagasa from. Yeah. But let me go to the comments real quick. August 19th, 2012. Guy Ghost commented, Science can't explain why it rains. It can explain how, but not why. And I just want to say that's a very wrong statement. <laughs> Look, I, I, this is another thing I remember. It rains because the clouds I, This episode sad. hits a lot different now. It does. It does. It hits me a lot different than it did when I was a kid. Like. Because when I was a kid, I was like, yo, these people are idiots. And now I'm like, oh my God, these are just people. These are just Americans. Yeah. Yeah. These, these are flat earthers. These are, these are just, these are just conservatives. Also, if you're a flat earther, maybe don't listen to our podcast. We, we don't want that kind of negativity. Or give us a five-star rating on iTunes and I'll read out why you think the earth is flat. In our next episode. I will. Yeah. Give us a five-star review and we'll absolutely flame the shit out of you when we see it. Probably. Um, I got no time for it. <laughs> I got I got none, Josh. I got no time. So, uh, was, was there anything else really that, that you wanted to hit on? In my notes, no. But I just... I really enjoy this episode. Um, it's a fun little break from... You know, it's it's kind of a filler episode, but at the same time, again, it's every filler episode has some character development, mm-hmm. you know, and it has these situations where Aang and Sokka and Katara have to come up, work together to come up with some way to solve an issue. You know, it's that team bonding. So you don't feel like you're wasting your time. Mm-hmm with these episodes you know like filler episodes uh so jesse flower voices mang in this episode do you know who else she voices in the show in this show in particular no Toph. oh so we'll we'll see more of that voice uh in the next season pretty soon uh we don't see anything with zuko in this episode do we i have no notes about zuko granted again i watched this episode about a month ago Oh, I rewatched them. I rewatched this episode through the end of season one today. <laughs> uh, this is the first time I remember somebody making fun of Ang's ears, but I know for sure it's not the last. Um, was there anything else you needed? You wanted to bring up any any shouts? I think I've said my piece on this episode. All right. Uh, so that's all we have for you guys today. Tune in um, to the next episode where we're going to be review, uh, talking about Bato of the Water Tribe, which, again, great episode. Uh, but thank you guys all so much for listening. Um, if you're listening on iTunes or Spotify, give us five stars and we'll read out your comment. Or I don't know how Spotify works, if you can like us or follow us or whatever. But anything you guys can do to support us, we really appreciate it. But uh, if you don't want to do any of that and you just want to listen, we really appreciate the listen as well. And, uh, you know, you can check out some of our other stuff uh some of our other podcasts we have bracketeers uh check out our youtube channel normal human radio check out our website at normalhumanradio.com and uh most of all 
uh, um, shit. I th I don't. Most of all. Most of all. Most of all. Keep listening to this podcast. Oh my gosh, nailed it, dude! Nailed it on that Crushed one. It. <laughs> Crushed it. Uh, Jack, you want to hit him with the piece? Nah, you can't hit him with the piece. That's my thing. Peace. <laughs>